I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Let me start rolling. You can't say the word rolling anymore because then I think of the Limp Biscuit song. Oh, I think of rolling on the river. No. Keep and rolling. I don't know what that like says about me as a person actually no it says that I have old parents which is like something I've always been incredibly transparent about yes the biscuit was cool when I was in like middle school I'd say is Limp Biscuit new metal suppose you could say that is that what that would be considered all I know is that Tobias Forge has beef with new metal and everyone makes fun of it yeah, I don't really uh, know the the subgenres. I don't either. I am a baby metalhead, which no, should not be surprising information to anybody. Although, speaking of baby metalhead stuff, Sleep Token Sweatshirt. Nice. Their new album dropped, and it is so soul-shatteringly good. It's like, I, I'll send this. I'm writing this down right now so I don't forget this, because this screenshot is absolutely hysterical, and I think it like just says a lot about what sleep token sounds like versus how the the band members act slash are because their latest album is just like scream into a pillow like emotionally devastating and then literally not 24 hours after this album dropped uh, the bass player he just goes but like all the members of sleep token just have there's vessel and then there's uh two three and four um And three was on Instagram posting on his Instagram story, like a picture of like a toy car that looks like Jar Jar Binks. And it just says, no time to explain. Get in the car, car Binks. I was like, sir, you have been breaking hearts for the last 24 hours and this is what you're doing? So writing that down for posterity right now. Sleep token. Shit post. I'll know what that means later, right? the genre for Limp Biscuit, and it's listed as New Metal Rack Rock. Yeah, okay, I'll buy it. I mean, the, whatever the, uh, actual, whatever Rammstein describes themselves as is, like, three words, and it's all in German, and I don't know, it's, like, New German Industrial something, which, like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, my... One of my two favorite bands, Los Campesinos, is described as punk-influenced Welsh indie pop. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Honestly, I think if you break really down into it, Ghost is probably, like, I think the most accurate assessment of Ghost I've seen is, like, 
occult arena rock or something like that or like occult arena hard rock which like yeah yeah the other day he figured out that he can launch himself up to the window and sit there and it's become another favorite spot of his he likes the window And they get to smell the outside. Which is why I think he's really going to like supervised outdoor time when I eventually get him used to his harness. I have been Mm -hmm. doing little training sessions and I also did get like flea medicine, like preventative for him. So supervised outdoor time is happening in the near future. It's just a matter of when. He likes the window because you know when he's just laying there looking out the window, he's not doing anything bad. It's fantastic. Yeah, no, I love it. I love when I, like, when I, like, well, I'm like, it's been too quiet. And I step out, and he's just, like, really engaged and looking out the window, and I'm like, okay, I'm safe for at least another 30 minutes. It's like when kids set their, uh, when parents set their kids in front of a TV. Precisely. Yeah. It's cat TV. Although, yeah. uh, speaking of him making trouble, this little fucking shithead that I love with my whole heart, um... I got another, like, mat to put under his litter box because the one that I initially had under there was kind of small and he kept, like, folding it upwards over itself and it wasn't doing the thing of keeping him from tracking litter onto the carpet. So I got him a new, even bigger one. I've had it for, like, two days. I came home and he just shredded it while I was gone. Just annihilated this thing for no fucking reason. Like, it's the exact same material, like, same brand, same material as the other litter mat, and he, like, never had any interest in, like, tearing this, like, tearing the other one apart in the way that he did with this one. So I just... Why? This was a new thing. Like, he didn't really notice the old one because it was one thing, one new thing amongst a bunch of new things when he first moved in. Very possible. So, I don't know. You need Death the Galaxy. But yeah, um, mommy's little asshole. Some galaxy will tell you how to fix it. The cat whisperer. I don't think this boy can be whispered to. Have you watched any Jackson Galaxy videos? No. I will be honest with you there, I haven't. He is super cool. I just realized that I forgot to put on literally all of my jewelry. Damn, I feel naked now. I worked an overtime shift today, so we're recording slightly later than usual, and I also had less time to prepare beforehand than usual, so you're now seeing the effects of that, I guess. Anyway, what's up with you, Bestie? Oh man, uh, just today decided that I'm going to Toronto for the weekend, so... What's in Toronto? Girly, what's in Toronto? Conference. Oh, fun, I was... Cool. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what I was assuming it was going to be, and I don't know why I was surprised when you said conference, because I was like, wait, that's the answer that makes the most sense. Yeah. Well, it could have been, like, a concert or something, because a lot of bands go to Toronto. That's where my brain went, initially. Yeah, yeah there have been a lot of times where that's happened. That One of my favorite bands is, like, playing, but the closest is Toronto. No, but it's, like, it's the same conference that was in Paris last year, and I wasn't going to go, and then today I was like, well, I didn't use all my funding for the year book myself a hotel and i'm just gonna go all right it's only like 
two hour and 45 minute drive from here. Sure, why not? That sounds fun. Yeah. I'm just going to go to Toronto for the weekend, hang out with the Canadians. I love it. Yeah. So that's cool. cool. Um, yeah, aside from my having worked an overtime shift, my, the biggest thing that's happening in my life right now is just, man, oh man, so much is going on with Ghost and it's really, really fun. Because the tour started, which just means this massive, constant, almost constant influx of just, like, new pictures and videos of Papa and the Ghouls, and it's really, really exciting. And also there's two new, um, there's two new ghouls in the lineup. Uh, I'll just refer to them by their, like, stage, fan-assigned stage names, because it's going to get confusing otherwise. But, um, Aether and Sunshine are not on this tour, apparently, or at least not the Europe leg of the tour. Um, so we got two new ghouls, and it was really fun to watch Twitter, like, decide their nicknames in real time. So now we have Phantom and Aurora. Judge me as you see fit. <laughs> based on? Huh? Is it just based on names they like? Uh, the Phantom thing was because uh, he kind of showed up like nobody had any idea that like Aether wasn't gonna be like touring with with Ghost this time, um, and also the EP that Ghost just released is called Phantom I'm, so we're like ah he popped up out of nowhere after the release of this one we'll call him Phantom and I don't really know how Aurora is the one that stuck because for a hot minute it was because the other um, they call the like the ghouls that are females they call them the ghoulettes. Um, and for a while it was Cirrus, Cumulus, and Sunshine. It's like, oh, sky motif. And for a hot minute, people were like, oh, another ghoulette, we should call her Nimbus. Which I personally was a fan of, but for whatever reason, Aurora was like, there was a tie between those two for a hot minute, and Aurora stuck. But also, she has big princess vibes, so like, I get it. Like, some of the only footage, like, some of the first footage that was, like, shared by fans of her is her just like, up on her little platform doing, like, lots of, like, twirls and curtsies and little flourishes. And I'm like, ah, okay, yeah, I get it. Big princess vibes. The Aurora Borealis. Yeah, that too. That also came up. But yeah, um, exciting times for people who are insane. Me. Insane? Hmm? Does that make me sane? Um, no. <laughs> no, it does not. Just, um, not in this one way. Yeah, just... Oh, and also, I don't know if you saw this. I don't, like, I here I am saying that this is a thing that I posted on my Finsta, which is supposed to be the, you know, your private Instagram that people don't actually see. But here's me exposing myself, um, to potentially the entire internet. But an absolute banger from my Finsta <laughs> was just me captioning a photo, just a random, like, picture of, um, Copia because this is a thing that's been happening to me a lot lately, and the caption was, I don't know if you saw this, do you ever get so obsessed with a band slash get so excited for a concert that you can't actually think about it for that long, otherwise you might start crying, or are you normal? Because I have had to, like, stop myself from continuing to think about it on a couple occasions now, because I was like, mm, if we go down this road, like, emotions are going to happen. judge me as you see fit. I don't know what this necessarily says about me as a person. Probably nothing good. Um, Excited? 
but I'm having fun, and if that bothers anyone, go fuck yourself. I was laughing because, like, a f 20 seconds ago, Oliver just turned and looked right into the camera. <laughs> Are you ready for your close-up, my son? Just, I just happened to glance up and he was, yep, like that. Hi! <laughs> Oh, you give me a blink? Thank you, my son. I suddenly felt very perceived. <laughs> that really is just life with a cat. It's like you're just chilling there and then suddenly they are watching you. Sense it. Like, there are eyes on me, aren't there? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my life. Nice. Sips tea. Do you have anything that you'd like to share before we get into it for today? You know, really. All right, no. fair enough. Yeah, no, I can't think of anything. Well, you know, I balanced it out by oversharing. I mentioned I'm going to Toronto, that's my thing. There you go. So the first um, thing that we have for today, let me copy this link real quick so we can put it in the chat. Oh, I can mention one fun thing that um, I was at Trivia on Monday. Yes. Um, I don't, I don't know if this is the first time this has happened, but it's like it's like right by a college campus by RIT. Yeah, I went to and, trivia with you that one time. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, well, not everybody that would listen would know that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sorry. Um, so, um, it, it tends to be a lot of college students that are there and kind of around that age. And while I was sitting there, the B reel went off. <laughs> so like, I immediately look around and people are just whipping their phones. Yep. Out. Yep, and I just kind of took a general picture of the room, and then a guy at the table behind me said, "Excuse me, could you take my B reel for me?" And he like posed, and I oh so my I God, was I love like, it. In the the self facing camera of his B reel. Some random fun. Guy. Yeah, I finally figured out how you do that thing where you like flip the camera fast enough that you get the same picture. I noticed that. How? You just gotta time it right. Just huh? Interesting. I would see my friends doing it for so long, and I was like, how did you do it? And then I finally tried doing it myself, and I was like, oh, wait, it's not that hard. You just have to be fast. You just have to be fast. But yeah, okay. did you appreciate my, one, what my B-roll was, and two, what my caption was? The tape? Yeah, baby's first cassette purchase. Oh, I guess it's caption. Oh, yeah. I bought a cassette oh. tape for the first time in my life. <clears throat> yes, it is Ghost. Um. That's a good but time. I did buy a cassette tape, which I thought you would appreciate. Yeah, it was it was fun to be in a place that I mean it was really crowded. So like, and all those people that are prime, uh, you know, prime demographic. Yeah, uh, it was a real good time. Anyway, uh, the first discussion point I have for us is a tweet from at Louisa the Last, and it reads thusly. Had the opportunity to ask any sort of icebreaker question I wanted in a team meeting today, and so I chose to ask everyone what their most embarrassing fashion choice as a child was. Highly recommend. And I thought that would be a fantastic question because I was an incredibly embarrassing child with no self-awareness whatsoever. And I'm kind of looping back around to that point by, like, discovering that I do, in fact, just have an incredibly loud attention-seeking sense of style that I have been repressing a little bit for quite some time. So I figured this could be a fun place 
for us to share our most embarrassing childhood fashion choices. Sure. It's a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the, uh, I think, most egregious examples is that when I was a kid, I went to summer camp and they were doing one of those things where it's like, oh, you get like the fabric pens and like the the little like, you know, the like, it's like shirt, like shirt fabric paint and it has the little teeny nozzle so you can like draw on the shirt with it in like, like very that. fine lines. Okay. It was that. And it was like, oh, make a shirt. And I drew a picture of Indiana Jones because I was fucking obsessed with Indiana Jones as a child because my dad showed me Raiders of the Lost Ark when I was, like, seven and it was all downhill from there. And I think I wrote, like, the greatest adventure hero of all time on it or something. Was not a very good drawing, but I loved that shirt so much and I would wear it all the time. And I would also wear, like, an official like branded Indiana Jones fedora because I got it at um what fucking Disney park was it Animal Kingdom cuz they had it in like there was like something that had to do with Indiana Jones at Animal Kingdom in Disney and that was where I went for my 11th birthday because my mom's brother used to live in Florida and over spring break when we were kids we would go visit him so that's one of them. Like, that was just a thing that I just, like, wore to Home Depot when my dad was running errands. That's right. Which, like, yeah, I'm sure that's highly on brand. But there you have it. A lot of mine were mm, not specific... Some were, some were specific to me, but a lot of them were just, like, the times. I think so, and that's an interesting thing. So many of mine were so specific to me, because I went to such a small school that, like, I feel like we were almost insulated from a lot of the, like, trends that were happening in other middle schools and junior highs, because I remember, like, I had... I was just finishing up grade school or I had just started high school and one of our family friends was still in junior high and I remember hearing her mom saying something like oh yeah like she wouldn't be caught dead going to school without something that said like Abercrombie and Fitch on it or whatever and that was not really a thing I had to deal with growing up interesting anyway I interrupted you please continue I I was just that's right um, I, I was thinking, I, I wanted to look up a piece of history here for, so one of the things that was like really big when I was a kid was crimping irons. Uh, um, okay. and I, I was actually kind of curious. That's what, that's what I was just Googling. So it was invented in 1972, but peaked in mainstream popularity during the mid 1980s. So it was when I was like a kid, <clears throat> but what we would do is I, you know, had bangs at that point. Please tell me and you did so, not crimp your bangs. No, no, no. You crimp everything but the bangs. And then the bangs, you get one of those big curling irons and do, like, the tunnel bangs. Jesus Christ. But, but it's worse than that. Oh, no. half of your bangs would curl under like this, and then you would have some that you curled up like that, so that it kind of gave you some height. Yeah, so 80s. Yeah. Like the, fe the feathering. Yeah, but, I mean, it was like... Jesus 
expect you would have two different. Honestly, though, power move. Yeah, that was that was the look. Like that was how my mom would do my hair for like special occasions. I kind of love that. A thing I was really into as a child that was deeply fucking embarrassing was just like I did so much of the like plain white or black long sleeve shirt under a graphic tee, like fucking Big Bang Theory type vibe. Yeah. Deeply fucking embarrassing. For some reason in middle school I thought layering was like super cool. No, like, for real. And here's, here's extra the hit, but it's like, no, you're just wearing two shirts. And I think this is so interesting because this is like happening again. Like I have seen so many people who are like 16 putting together these like cute like oh throwback y2k vibes outfits and like they frankly like when they're like very like very curated and honestly like i see them and like it's a fucking serve half the time like nice but like that's not what it was it was not this like and i was not like i was like eight in 2005 but I see people romanticizing the fashion of 2005 by, like, getting these, like, like again, and they look really good. It's like, oh, this cute, like, Y2K-inspired, like, you know, tracksuit or whatever. And it's a whole ass look. But I'm like, you need to understand that that's not what it was. Like, just Google any, like, for example, like, Kids' Choice Awards red carpet, and you will see somebody wearing Uggs and jeans with a skirt over the top of it. Yeah, if it's cute and cool, it is not authentic. No, because like the two thousands fashion wise, lawless wasteland. In two thousand five, I was in college, <clears throat> and like again, these cute like ooh Paris Hilton inspired Y two K throwback tracksuit fits, like they look great, but it's because it's inspired by and then very heavily stylized and curated, you know googled y2k inspired fashion and is and when inspired it's a look there's a lot of variety some of them are looks why are the vast majority of these women so skinny like they look unhealthy i'm worried about them cocaine but like even more so than is often the case. Like, I actually thought one of those was, like, a PSA for a second. Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm not, that's not even a joke. That's true. I was like, oh, No, I mean, okay. I know, like, the, I mean, and it was terrible, but, like, I know heroin chic was a thing. I was like, just talking about class a couple weeks ago. Can we, that's what, can we not fucking bring that back, please? I told them about Twiggy, the supermodel. And here's my thing. People are like, oh, I can't believe low-rise jeans are coming back, blah, blah, blah. Wear whatever makes you most comfortable wear whatever you feel and look good in i don't care please god let's not make that the standard again well that's the thing that's why they can't come back because they're not capable of just being an option mm -hmm. they have to take over all the genes yeah no like they can be an no. option i cannot go back to that hellscape they are allowed to be an option which because i think I is one of the only good things about the fact that like everyone is in so many 
small subcultures that it's almost impossible to have like a this is the one thing that's trending among the entirety of x demographic like everything just moves too fast at this point i think do still take over like crop tops yeah to a degree i haven't been able to find like a new running top in forever because they're all crop tops right now interesting i did not know that was a problem yeah so they still take over and again when this happened back when i was in high school this was pre-stretch jeans so it was that much i feel i have like lingering trauma from wearing jeans during that time and shopping for jeans during that time oh i'm sure and when i hear someone say low rise i'm like you you stop it right now you put that sentence back in your mouth yeah yeah have i ever actually asked your stance on crop tops i don't know do you have one in in what sense i don't know would you ever wear one have you ever worn one oh would i wear one no have you just not so all right noted what i remember anyway see i am pro crop top but only with like mom jeans Mm. like it's perfect that is like 10 out of 10 combo in my opinion yeah me uncomfortable i feel like i constantly be trying to pull my shirt down oh no see i don't mm, i don't need to it's perfect amount perfect amount of skin showing i find the fabric comforting that's fair uh yeah any other embarrassing childhood fashion choices that you would like to share so many i mean the floor is yours bestie because we've only been going for like 20 minutes no so at at the same time as the crimping and tunnel bangs Mm -hmm. uh there was also the stirrup pants era oh napoleon dynamite so you would have the you know the the stretchy pants with the stirrups on the bottom, but you would always wear them with like oversized sweaters. You know why I know about the stirrup pants? Not because of Napoleon Dynamite. Like the first time I ever saw those, Polly Pocket clothes. Interesting. Because I was a child who wasn't paying attention to trends, but children's toys were. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Yeah, so that was that was a good time. That was also one of the things that I would do when I was like dressing nice in the late eighties or stirrup early 90s. pants. Really? Yeah. Wow, because they're nicer than like jeans. Okay, because they're you know there's denim like jeans are supposed to be like work pants as opposed to these, which are you know. I have I have some pictures somewhere, man. I should have dug out some pictures. See. I think it's interesting that you say that they're supposed to be nicer than jeans because I feel like, like, what was the material of the average stirrup pant? It was legging-like, if I'm not mistaken. Spandexy material. Cotton spandex. I feel like anything sort of cotton, spandex, stretchy is a step down from jeans often and the niceness tier. I don't know if that is a common sentiment. Like, and maybe this is just informed uh, informed by the amount of insufferable discourse about how about like oh women are gross for wearing leggings and yoga pants in public. 
Well, they're as tight as that, though. Yeah, okay, fair. Yeah. So they weren't, like, you know, skin clinging. They were just stretchy. Yeah, but I mean, even when you get, like, the high-quality, like, dress clothes, they're stretchy cotton. Yeah. So... Yeah, that was that was how I would dress up. So like a really big day, I would have my stirrup pants and my big sweater and my crimped hair with my tunnel bangs. I have plenty of pictures like that. I need to see it. I honestly don't. And again, this is me not having lived it. I can see the, the pants and sweater combo not being that bad. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I couldn't go back to the stirrup pants. Like, you could feel the stirrup in your shoes. Oh, I'm sure. No, I just... Mm, Ooh, no thanks. And I forgot to turn off my ringer. Like an idiot. Apologies, everybody. Um, I believe I mentioned that I once had a perm, but only on my bangs. Yes. I shouldn't even say once. I had it done several times. But it was a period of time. Okay, so I know that, like, depending on your natural hair texture, a lot of times when people say, oh, I got a perm, it's either your curly hair is now straight or your straight hair is now curly. What exactly was going on with you, Bestie? Well, yeah, your hair's straight, but generally, if you do have, like, if you do have naturally curly hair, or if you do wear your hair curly, the one thing that you're not wearing like that, if you have it, is bangs. Yeah, no. So you curled the bangs. Yeah, just just the bangs were permed. Fascinating. I think, it was, I think it was kind of like a volume thing. Okay, so more of like a blowout than actual, like, curl. No, it was a perm. Like, they put the rollers in, the chemicals and all that. It was a perm. But, like, it looked like... But, like, we're not talking, like, spirals, correct? Like, brush it out so it was more, like, kind of waviness. That is bizarre. Yeah. I don't, Sorry. Like, 
again, I think it was it was like a volume thing because with my bangs they would just kind of separate and you know this would at least kind of give them a little more okay um because this was also the era where it was still cool to do like the tunnel bangs and stuff like that you know do a lot of curling iron stuff on the bangs mm-hmm. um but that took a lot of time and effort that i didn't want to put in at that age Valid. so if you have the perm you don't have to worry about it you know this isn't so much of a fashion choice it's just a deeply regrettable thing the amount of time that I spent frying the absolute shit out of my hair from, like, grades 6 through 12, horrible. Absolutely terrible. And I know I said this to you when I was flat ironing my hair for uh, Saratoga Comic Con. I was like, the, the one, the memories that came flooding back, and two, just how well-practiced the motions of frying the fucking shit out of my hair still are bad vibes like the muscle memory of it mm-hmm. yeah i did go through a phase where i wore a denim hat every single day like a bucket like hat a, no like a, a baseball cap girl no so I it had you know like the hole in the back, so I would have my hair in a ponytail and just have my denim hat on. I think how old I was, probably like ten or eleven, something like that. Um, and it was driving my mom nuts, and so she kept telling me, or was it my dad that kept telling me this that my hair was going to fall out if I kept wearing it? That That's kind of fun. Yeah, <laughs> it was a phase. Oh, in addition uh, to just the various embarrassing T-shirts that I wore as a child. Um, when I was in grade school, one of my things was that I had this pair of combat boots that I really loved and they were like, they kind of had like a little bit of a frill on the edge because they were, you know, designed for an 11 year old girl mm-hmm. and I would always tuck my jeans into them, but they weren't skinny jeans. Like I, they weren't skinny jeans at that point in my life and I would just wear like jeans tucked into combat boots, like with just a t-shirt and that was the fit. Mm-hmm. I was such a lame, weird child. I did go through a period of time around like nine years old where I kept tucking my shirts into my high-waisted shorts and stuff and it just looked very silly. See, the funny thing is that that's a thing now. No, I mean, there's there's a there's a difference. Oh, I'm sure there was, but like... It's not look. Conceptually, I it remember is kind it. of technically the same? It doesn't look the same. Oh, I'm sure it doesn't. I'm talking like, um... I remember one specific outfit that I had this, like, yellow t-shirt, and I had these orange shorts Love that were drawstring shorts that I would pull. Oh, okay. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that, see, I'm thinking, like, when you say that, I think, like, oh, cute, high-waisted denim, you tuck it in, like, it's a whole look. No. And But even sometimes in that case, it looks really dumb. I have pictures I can show you. I would love to I, see them. Where I have high-waisted denim shorts with a t-shirt tucked in and just... Something about it looks so... <laughs> I can't put my finger on it. It just... I mean, looks yeah, so sometimes awesome. it just... Sometimes it's just not a serve. Yeah. I mm, I have a picture... What particular picture of myself from a family reunion in Florida where I, I'm dressed like that. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? It looks like I don't... It looks like I don't have a torso or something. It's like, Love it. This yeah. is something I absolutely need to see. And just talking about this now is so fascinating because I love dressing in ways that make people stare at me 
Like, that is a recent discovery of mine. I genuinely love it so much. So, like... I'm the opposite. I hate it. I oh, my God. Like... When I am wearing, like, all black with my, like, platform spiked demonias and I'm just, like, at my local Target... I see people, like, I can see people staring at me, and I love it. Or, like, that one time that I was running errands and I still had the emeritus eye in, like, like, I saw people being like, the fuck? I, I love it. I don't know what it is. Or, like, when I'm wearing, like, a Hawaiian shirt tucked into mom jeans with, like, a ton of jewelry. I love dressing in ways that make people stare at me. I have such a loud sense of style and i am like just now really embracing it it's so much fun big fan of being perceived oh my god (laughs) i like design my outfits sometimes around being perceived i am like what is going to make people look give me weird looks and i don't And, like, frankly, it's kind of bizarre that, like, I am who I am as a person, but also this is a thing that I do. But okay. I just in these pictures that, please don't tell me trucker hats are really coming back. Oh god, are they? Did you ever have a Von Dutch hat? No. (laughs) That douchey. Noted. All right. You know what I think it is about some of the outfits where I'm really happy, like, being stared at? Because one, I know I'm doing it on purpose. It's not like, oh, people are staring at me because, like, I, like, because I'm weird and they can all tell it. Like, they can all sense it. It's like, people are staring at you because you have two-inch spikes on your boots in this Joanne Fabrics. I... I don't know. But one, I feel like that's part of it. And also, like, I feel like my, like, those are outfits where I'm like, I feel so fucking cool. It's like, yeah, everybody better fucking look at me. So there's a potential (laughs) partial explanation. Sure. Picture I clicked on has three people in it. Two of them are wearing trucker hats. Hmm, bad. And it says, like it or not, gaudy Y2K style is roaring back. And it was an article in Vogue. No. <laughs> like. But also, you know again, wear whatever the hell you want. You can have some things. Again, the low-rise jeans or whatever, it's fine as long as it's just an option and doesn't take over. I'm, I'm going to draw the line at trucker hats. I was actually just thinking about Ed Hardy, though, which was a little bit later than... Yeah, that was like 2008. But let's, that's not allowed to come back either. No. Never. No, it is not. Ban on that one. Yeah, none of these fuzzy bucket hats either. Come on. Oh, God. Oh, I have a bucket. I, it's not fuzzy, but I do have a bucket hat. No, this one's like furry. Okay, at. yeah, that's a bit much. That is a bit just, much, in my opinion. No, that, the style of that time period was god awful. Yeah, Yeah, we're talking- I started high school in 2000, so these are, like, my peak high school, college years. Again, look up any sort of, like, Nickelodeon or Kids' Choice Awards, quote-unquote, red carpet. Horrendous. 
Yeah, I think it was no one trip. of the, I think it was one of the worst eras for fashion. Which do you think was worse? The early 2000s or the 80s? The early 2000s. Okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> Definitely fair. We all know the 90s was peak fashion, but... You're so right. <laughs> uh, do we have anything else to say about questionable fashion choices of our own or anyone's in any era? Because if not, we oh, can move on. Um, I forgot I had copied a link to one of the reply tweets that I was going to put in the chat. Ooh, there yes. it is. Because um, I just... Oh, wow. Great haircut. That's not even just like a bowl cut, because it's not no. a perfect line around. It has bowl cut vibes. It's just not perfectly round, but it yeah. almost looks like it's curled underneath all the way around. Man, there's so much to unpack. Oh, actually, you know what? This brings me to another thing. What do you think about the whole mullets coming back thing? I think it's kind of a vibe. My dad has a mullet. Love it. He's had it like my life. And maybe this is just me. Again, I didn't live it. I don't know. People are bringing it back in a fun way. I kind of like it. If I ever wind up shaving my head again, um, I'm definitely going to give myself a mullet beforehand. Just to see what it's like. I just want to know. Yeah, I mean, I think mullets are one thing. Um rat tails can't come back fair i hate a rat tail and i don't know why it was ever a thing i think it's like it's definitely like a thing for a reason in some cultures yeah it's like all um like but this yeah, is not, but that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to think of like, <laughs> trying to keep myself from saying certain things. Yeah. It was mostly young white boys that were. It was, it was a white people fashion choice. Yes. Yes. Which maybe it shouldn't have been depending on the origin that I will be looking up later. Tina Turner died. I know. You saw that. It scared me because I happened to see on the trending R.I.P. Queen, and I was like, "Who?" Oh God! And the, it was it was her. So that's why I don't like the look of the trending. I um, guess how I found that out. Hmm. No, seriously, guess it's a very obvious answer. How did I find out that Tina? Oh, Turner oh, died? oh, yeah. Um, outlives Liza Minnelli. Outlives, and you know what the thing is. I didn't even text my mom the tweet, but she just texted me just out of the blue. Let me read. Let me pull this up verbatim. Um, Liza Minnelli for the win again. <laughs> so yeah, um, rip to a real one. And also, um, actually, kind of weird slash slightly sad coincidence um on phantomime ghost covered a tina turner song we don't need another hero from uh mad max it's a really good cover i highly recommend check it out but also just a straight up great song sad sad indeed anyway like an hour ago it happened it seems um hmm 
See, I'm thinking because we don't have time for the charts. We would have time if it was one chart, but they're kind of a package deal. Yes. So do we want to potentially save those for next week and just go right into the weekly worsening? Because I'm sure that there's a lot there. Yeah. Again, mostly fun. just because of who we are as people. Just worse and worse and worse. Yeah, no, it um it doesn't stop. So, no. uh, with that being said, would you like to start or shall I? Go for it. It's mostly ghost. It's like 99% ghost related. Um, again, I'm losing my mind. And it, like, I can't, again, I can't think about it for too long. Otherwise, I start doing that thing where like, you know when a dog gets really, really excited and it kind of sounds like someone's killing them? Yeah, like the whining. Like, I that happened once already. Like you actually made the sound? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Talk to Kyle about it. It was I was in the car with him when it happened. It was immediately after I bought, like, the day that I bought the tickets. And I was like, oh, wait, like, th you didn't just, like, give, like, this wasn't just, like, a donation. Like, you, th this is an event that's going to happen. And it, like, actually hit me. And I'm 99% sure I've already told this story. Uh, probably, like, the most, the podcast episode that we recorded, like, most recently after that. But it just keeps happening. Especially now that, like, there's more, like, that there's, like, the tour has started. Footage is being released. Things are happening. Mm-hmm. <sighs> getting closer, gradually. It's gradually getting closer. It's reminding me that it's actually going to happen. I am already planning on getting there at, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. Start. Like, 7 at night. What are you gonna do? Die. I don't know. I'll figure it out. I want to be on barrier. I will do anything to get seed. Please, God slash Satan, let me have this. <laughs> also, just seeing people on Twitter, like, seeing somebody, they're like, like, it was like, oh, four hours ago. This is not a drill. I got barrier. One hour ago, I got seed. I got seed. I was like, please let this be me. Please let this be me. So um, I'm going to do everything in my power to like hopefully make that happen. But yeah, um, I think the theme for my weekly worsening is just in all caps. I cannot stop thinking about it. TM. Sure. It's in... Uh... It's in August. <laughs> it's in <laughs> August. <laughs> I just can't remember exactly when. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because it'll be right after Bodmon Day. Yeah, so I might be rocking a uh, funky fresh new uh, ghost tattoo at the ritual. We'll see. We'll find out. What the hell? Someone's making a lot of noise outside my window. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you have the floor. <laughs> sure. Um, so, it, it has begun. The gathering of the Attack on Titan box sets. 
Have you finished? So, have you finished the anime yet? I got a few more episodes. Because I think Kyle and I are going to finish it on Friday. That's another way I'm worse. Um... Yes, maybe I should plan to to finish it off before I leave on Friday. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, uh, huh. The end is nigh. Yeah. But I it came with all these, like, stickers. Oh my god, I love it. But I'm gonna gradually get all the box sets and add them to my manga shelf back there, and it's gonna be a whole thing, and Absolutely I started reading it. them. Um, which is, it's interesting, because the art style in the books is a little bit different than what's Noted. in the show. Okay. Yeah, it's which is interesting because I feel like that's the first. Not that I've read a ton of manga, but like it's the first one where it felt like it's different. But yeah, it's so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, I think where a lot of my my worsening is coming in is probably the future worsening of this weekend because I'm going to Toronto, and what do I do the first time I go to a city? Is I look up a yarn store. They have so many. So you're gonna have a real good time. There's one called Bistitual. Amazing. That's what, that's what they call it when you knit and crochet. I am Bistitual. Love it. Um, there's like a knit cafe on here. Um, oh man, there's okay. so there's, there's there's one where um, I've been getting their emails for like years because they give free patterns and stuff, but I'm actually gonna be ah. buying. Uh, okay, I was like, why? And then the explanation yeah. was immediate. <laughs> oh, yeah, good grief, yarn and provisions. And these are all, like, in, in this condensed area, and I'm like, oh my god. Oh, you're gonna have a great time. Yeah, okay. plus I'm gonna be, um, I have lunch on Saturday with my friend who got me into knitting in the first place. Oh, so, that's we'll nice. Yeah, so I, hmm, I'm gonna try not to buy a bunch of yarn. <laughs> I think we both know that's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna try my very best. Okay, um, we'll see how it goes. The other two things I look up when I go to a new city: breweries and record stores. Hell yes, bestie. Um, yeah, I used to try to hit at least one brewery, and then hopefully dig through some stacks somewhere. Hell yes. Well, I expect a full report. Yeah, I oh man, there's a place called Nidomatic, which I just love the retro idea of it. So there's, man, I gotta narrow it down. I can't probably do all of them. But they're all pretty close. Unfortunately, probably not, but that's how it is on this bitch of an earth. And I actually haven't even um, looked at where they are in relation to my hotel yet, but like, eh, whatever, it's, it's fine. fine. whatever. <laughs> um, oh, Queen Street, that's actually where the conference hotel is. Yeah. Oh, the yarn guy. All right. Yarn notions and sewing machines galore. Big fan kind of far out there but i want to go see the yarn guy yeah so it's gonna be uh all right like i'm going to a conference but like is that really what we're here for i think not yeah. like is that the best use <laughs> it's fine i hope nobody in my department sees or nobody you know nobody tell on me if you see <laughs> the conference some yeah Listen, as long as you technically me. attend, it's fine. Yeah. Or that's what I'm going to say as a person who doesn't know how any of this works. Yeah, I mean, you can. it's not like you have to be at specific things. There's just panels and you kind of go with 
to, to what you want to go to, and there's overlapping panels all day, and you, you just know kinda... what my stupid ass just saw it as soon as you said that? Oh, like a convention. Yeah. More like Toracon in the sense that there's multiple things going at a time, and you get to pick which ones you want to go to. Like New York City Comic Con. I hate myself. <laughs> you mean the comic convention? Shut up. <laughs> Conference, convention, same thing. Yeah. But for nerds but who really like communication. Well, I think they're both for nerds, just different flavors. You said for nerds who really like communication. Yeah. Specifically. And that's where you get the, the full array of professor styles. And you so see you've all said. that, like the stereotypes. Oh, and it's so like good. Like beige cardigans. Well, um, you get a lot of, like, sport coat over t-shirt guys, you know? <laughs> the guy who throws the textbook in the trash on the first day of class and says, call me Mike. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Um, there used to be that, that whole thing of, like, homeless or professor, where you had to, like, saw pictures. Oh, you know? yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. A lot yeah. of them, you wouldn't know that they are probably literally millionaires from all the grants that they've done, because they look like, you know. Because they have one jacket that's falling apart. I think I've mentioned before that there was a, a guy, like, big name guy, made tons of money that I assisted in grad school in his research. And he dresses head to toe in khaki, like, every day. Okay, Colin Robinson. Yeah, just all khaki or shades thereof. And that's okay. just what, yeah. If you can't answer this, that's fine. Are there a lot of hookups at, like, academic conferences? Probably. Okay, fair. At least some. I wouldn't say a lot. Maybe some middling. Okay. Feels right. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like probably for, like, single people who are, like, back in a place with people that they know from grad school or, you know, something like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's just a, a beautiful display of nerdery. Just in a different way than, like, comic It's always a real good time. You know, honestly, I believe it. <laughs> Plus, there's always one night of the conference where... I can't remember if I've, I've told you about this before, but, like, there it, it, we call it party night, but essentially what it is is various schools host receptions, usually all in, like, the same hallway or hallways of the conference hotel. And so they just each have a room, and they'll have, like drinks and hors d'oeuvres and stuff like that okay i'm here and, for it yeah and the drinks it's like a cash bar but they usually have tickets they give out and if you know somebody at that college or university like they'll hook you up with tickets so basically you just spend hours floating from room to room eating whatever fancy food they have and drinking for free and okay, then girls just... sign me up yeah it's it's one of my favorite parts of conferences so I'm looking forward to party night and just milling from room to room and running into people I haven't seen in years while drinking. Hell yeah. I remember one year, um, University of Kentucky, the bourbon. Hell yeah. Makers is my favorite. And they I, they had Makers and Coke that I was drinking for free and just... Yeah. That so sounds that'll like a good be... night. That'll be great, yeah. So, uh, yeah, again, I expect a full report. 
which um you know we'll probably wind up hearing uh some bits and bobs from that next week boom i'm sure it'll be part of the worsening hell yes all right well until then thank you for fighting with us friends we appreciate each and every single one of you and we will see you next week adios sign off This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at AndSarahSaid. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook. And join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening!